the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Welcome to Learn to Buy and Sell Cars with your host, Randy Adams. Randy has been in the business for decades and is ready to share with you everything you need to know about buying, selling, trading, and dealing with cars. And now, the host of Learn to Buy and Sell Cars, Randy Adams. Good morning, San Antonio. This is Randy Adams, Learn to Buy and Sell Cars.com. Thank you for tuning in. God bless you. Thank you, KSLR. Thank you, Shemaya, Barron, and Michael. I mean, putting a car dealer on between all these preachers, I don't know. I guess it's a crazy idea, but it's working. God bless you. I hope I'm making a difference in your life. I'm talking to so many people. I'm getting calls Monday and Tuesday tremendously. People saying, man, you helped me save a lot of money. You helped me make better decisions. You helped me understand what's going on. And it all comes from the Lord. Let me tell you, he's been, he's given me all this information. He's leading me and guiding me. And I just turn over to the Holy Spirit. So let's, let's thank the Lord. Dear Heavenly Father, we come before you and we want to learn and grow and be the best person we can be, making the best decisions, taking pride, greed, and the selfishness out of our lives to know exactly what's going on in our lives, how to how to handle the money that you've given us. I give you the praise and the glory for this day and every day, and ask this all in Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Thank you. Uh, like I say, uh, I hope you're going to Facebook. Tell your friends to go to Facebook. Hey, there is one catch to this show. My pay is you've got to tell 20 people a week. If you listen to my show, you learn something. Tell 20 people to go to Facebook. Tell 20 people to listen to 6.30. And I've got a nighttime show between 9 and 10 if the Spurs don't knock me out. And they keep knocking me out lately. But you know how that season goes. But I'll be on there. And I'll be on Facebook tonight, 9 to 10. And I'm going to tell you about the violations that uh, I know this is backwards. I'm sorry. It says F&I showroom. Uh, the violations the dealers get. And what they're doing, and you know, they fine them two, three hundred thousand dollars, but they made three, four million. So they don't mind paying that two, three hundred thousand for the fines and the violations and all. So that's what you want. I tell you what, the Lord's been working on me. How big is grace in your life? Now, how does that pertain to the car business? Grace in your life? I mean. It's amazing how many times, and, and I understand grace, but T.D. Jakes brought up a, a teaching on grace, how it empowers you to be better, how it empowers you to forgive others. But why? He didn't quite put one thing in that's worked in my life. Hey, I was a heathen, a pretty good one too. You know, I hurt people. I buried people. I mean, I, you know, I did all kinds of bad stuff. But I realized God's mercy, God's grace has changed my life. Now I cry for people. Used to, I'd fight you like a bear, put you in the hospital, and mean as could be as a snake. And now I hurt for people. I love people. I don't want to hurt people. I, you know, but God's grace. Now, when you get God's grace and you realize how awesome it is in your life, how big it is in your life, do you give it to others? Oh, I want grace. Give me grace, you know. But I don't want to give it to nobody else. Forgiveness. You know, I talk about forgiveness as part of my ministry. Why? Because I had unforgiveness in my heart. That was a burden that was carrying with me. So what did I do with that unforgiveness? I tried to prove myself. I tried to be the, the king of the hill. I wanted to, hey, the Joneses tried to keep up with me. I had to have the biggest and the baddest and the best. And, and you know, you had to really, I wanted you to be impressed with what I was driving. Not with me. What I was driving. What I was doing. What I was building. What I could afford, man, I could afford whatever I wanted to buy. I was went from pure, you know, I, poor. 
I didn't even have the oil. I was poor. Uh, we didn't have nothing. Zero coming up. But the Lord prepared my ministry, prepared me for now. That's why the Holy Spirit touches me and touches my ministry, because I've given it to Him. Not me. He gives me these messages. He gave me this message all this week and beat me up about it. said, are you giving enough grace, Randy? I give a lot more grace than I did before, way before I accepted Jesus Christ as Lord and Savior. But I didn't... I think maybe I need to go further, deeper, because I want to be empowered. Once you realize how awesome God gives you grace, it empowers you to go to the next level. I want to go to that next level, but I want you to go to the next level. Take pride, greed, selfishness, and keeping up with Joneses out of your purchases. Now, what about car salesmen? We're going to, we're going to talk a lot about grace. I, and even I call my mentor, Steve Sorensen, who was on last week. Uh, if it's still on Facebook, go to Facebook at SoundCloud, Randy Adams, or learn to buy and sell cars.com. Catch last week because my mentor was on there with me. One of mine, I've got a bunch of them Pastor Hagee, Matthew Hagee, um, TD Jakes, Queflo Dollar. I will listen. I want. Number, hey, I love my Proverbs 1 5. Let the wise listen and add to their learning. And it'll, what does it after that say about discerning, knowing good from bad, knowing when you're right or wrong? And you know, I talk about this. When my dad and I forgave each other in 1987, and we had some issues, real issues. He was a partier, never around, and, you know, and never was a father, didn't know how to be a father because his dad died when he was 12. Never knew a mother's love, and, and there were some issues with us. We forgave each other. We became best friends after that. But once I forgave him, that burden left me, and the Lord knew when I was going to be saved in 94. He gave me the insight. It gave me the desire to do what's right. My life changed that day. I mean, the next day I had people saying, what's changed about you? Nothing's changed about me. I didn't know. But he's revealed it to me that I had that burden of unforgiveness. Now, unforgiveness and grace, God's forgiven us. He's forgiven us totally. And once you turn loose of that problem, that sin, that issue, once he turns it loose, you, you do so much, so much better. And so you've got to, you got to forgive everybody. You're the one carrying that burden. You're the one carrying it. Here's God give you all the forgiveness, give you all that grace. But once you accept it and realize how big it is in your life, it'll clear your head up. It'll clear your thoughts up. He'll take desires away. I've talked about it before. I could have gone and played professional poker in, in Las Vegas and thought about going there and doing it. Played there many a time, was there two or three times a month, played in big no-limit games. I have no desire, zero. I had to have the best car around. I've lost that desire. I had to take advantage of everybody, lost that desire. I had to win at everything that I'd done, lost that desire. He's taken the issues of my life and taken them away from me. Could I do it on my own? I don't think so. I had to turn my life over to him to take that issue. I don't have to buy a brand new car. I don't have to own a brand new car. I'm driving an 09 Grand Marquis and love it. It's got hail damage on it. It looks like a maroon golf ball. But I tell you what, I love I love giving back. I love being a mentor. I love, I'm content in my life. I'm content of where I'm walking in. But are you? content. Do you realize how much grace God's given you? Do you want to be empowered to have the, your talent to explode, to be the best? I, I, you know, I didn't know that I was all right on the radio. I thought I was wasting my time. But I have so many people call me and thank me for what I'm teaching, what I'm doing. You know, and I'm not prideful about it because God keeps showing me, you know, you don't have all the grace for everybody you need. You don't have grace for these car dealers. Well, these car dealers take advantage of people, and they, they take advantage of God. See, they do whatever they want to six days a week, and then they go to church on Sunday and say, I'm forgiven, I love God's grace, but do you give grace to others? Do you, you know, here we entrust in them, and here, what, what are they in part of our, our year? I mean, there's 24 hours a day, 360. Well, that adds up to a lot of time. 
and we spend an hour or two with a car dealer, and they're experts on us, what we can afford, what we need, what's going to be in the future. Now the Holy Spirit has that, but now the car salesman, they're trained to get every available dollar out of your pocket. That's how this works. Hey, it takes millions a month to open up these dealerships and going to get worse. The business has changed tremendously the last five or seven years. New car dealers, the competition, trying to be number one. You talk about pride. I was in a corporate meeting with, with a bunch of uh, corporate people at auctions, and they all been in the car business. And they asked me what the number one ingredient in being a car dealer. I said, pride. There's very few dealers in this. I'm talking about percentage, maybe 1%. Their pride doesn't control them. See, and that's what is controlling you. Is your sin controlling you? What's the sin? The sin's pride, greed, keeping up with the Joneses, selfishness. I want to reward myself. And and I don't want you to, I don't want to stop you. A friend of mine, like I say, bought a $130,000 Mercedes. Hey, he can afford it. Let him have it. I'm sorry, Jim, I forgot to mention. We have open lines here. You can call in and please call in. 210-340-9585. I'll give that number out right now again. But get pen and paper and write my phone number out. Because I have so many people call my office. That's Randy Adams, Inc. But they can call me directly. And I talked to I talked to probably fifteen people this week that didn't have my mobile. I gave them my mobile. They had to track me down. So get a pen and paper, second half of the show, I'll give it out twice. But call here, there's no dumb questions. Two ten three four oh ninety five eighty five. Carlos he knows everybody. He's from Mexico. He tries to help everybody. Great caller. Great questions. There's no dumb questions. There's a million different situations, a million different people out there, and you and you've got to know who and what. And I mean, he asks questions that I get a lot of calls and say, "Carlos was right. I'm going through the same thing." And my, you know, and Carlos meets so many people. He's a people person. But he wants to help everybody. He's a Christian. I've learned a little bit about him. The more I learn about him, the more I like him. He's from Mexico, but he he helps people who are from Mexico do it right. See, we have ten thousand people coming, and I've got a, I've got a theory on this, and you may not like it. I'm sorry, and you remember, bad people get in office because good people don't go vote. You got to go vote, and I vote the Bible. I vote the Bible, but those people coming, let me tell you something. I'd, I'd have the military down there with cargo uh, planes. I'd load them up and take them back to their country. I'd give them a backpack full of food. That'll last them for a week or so, or two or three. I don't give them big backpacks. Put them a bunch of perishable food in there, put them on a big uh, airplane, and send them back to the country they need to go and let them come back legal. Take their information. Take their fingerprint. Take everything we can. But let's take them back and let them do it right. Hey, Carlos has done it right. That's what I admire about him. Hey, immigrants, all of us, but we did it right. We didn't come over expecting for handouts, expecting for somebody to give us something. Hey, we come over here to go to work and improve our lives but improve other people's lives. Are you? What's the benefit? What are you doing that's benefit? These people are coming over for a free ride, evidently. And some of the MS-13s are coming over to kill, rob, and steal. So we've got to take care of what we've got. I want them. I want those people. But I want the good people who are productive. And that's I'd have the military planes sitting there, and we'd, I'd fly them back. I'd give them a bunch of food. You know, I'd give them a whole lot of food. I don't care. I'd give them a box to carry or, or with wheels on it. Who cares? Let's feed them. Let's take care of them. And they just come through a battle coming this way. But, you know, vote the Bible. Hey, that's why we got a train wreck in this city. We got a communist mayor and a communist bunch of people on the, on the city board because they that's the way they are. So, you know. Go vote the Bible. Don't forget. And I buy the, hey, don't forget I buy the good, the bad, and the ugly. Bought a bunch of cars this week off of radio listeners. They tried to sell them on their own. They couldn't get it done. They brought it to me. I paid them for it. Working on a bunch of more deals. I want to buy the, your vehicle. 
bought some bad cars, bought bad transmission, bad engines, bought some wrecks, bought 6,000-mile Lexus, bought a 10,000-mile Ford truck. I mean, I'll buy the good, the bad, and the ugly and tell 20 people about it because they may want to be selling a car, and I want to, I want to buy that car. So, you know, that's the key to this business, to get up and, and do the right things every day in every way. I'll give you the praise. we got Gerald on the line. Hello, Gerald. Thanks for calling Randy Adams. Learn to buy and sell cars.com. Yes, sir. Hey, my, hey, my good friend. How yes, you sir. Been? Good, and you? I've been good. I just wanted to call in. I disagree with you on one thing. Okay. I've been selling cars for 34 years, and I always look out for that customer. I ain't there to dig into that guy's uh, And I know, I know, I know you real well. You're a neighbor of mine. And, and, but the problem, Gerald, is not you. The problem is that back at F&I department. And, and, that's, and, and that's what the killer has become. In fact, your first cousin, I got him a new truck because the last time he dealt with him, it was a battle, and he didn't like what happened on the deal. And, yes, due to the front side in this business, there's no profit margin anymore. You know yourself, you're selling cars with less profit than ever before due to the Internet, due to what's going on, due to the competition and all of that. But the add-ons and the F&I department and this, that, and the other has made the business awful tough. And you know that. And I know you, and you've been selling cars for 30 years. And you do a good job at it, and you take care of the customer, and you look out for the customer. But the news is, when you turn your hands loose and it leaves the other departments, the other departments are the ones that are adding all the stuff on. So what I'm trying to do is show the people, yeah, get on the Internet, shop the best price, deal with somebody that's going to tell you the truth, but be prepared for a battle in that F&I department. Be prepared to look and see if they're adding things on. Be prepared. You know yourself, y'all, you work for... I think the best car man in the world. He's he's the best in I've ever seen. He's got more giving, caring heart than any any owner there is. He's a better car man than any owner I've ever seen, and I know a thousand of them. But the key to the key to the deal is is making that overhead that. That operations, all these operations, my operation, my operation got high. I had to do a lot of cutting on it, and I don't. Mine is one fiftieth of what y'all's are, and that's why I've got to keep it low in order to be productive in this business to stay in this business. We've lost about uh, fifty dealers the last eighteen two uh, two years in the car business. Used car dealers. Well, these new car dealers are fighting for every deal they can get. And you know yourself, these other dealers will tell them anything to get in the door, anything to take advantage of them. They'll lie to them. They'll promise them everything in the world. Y'all don't work that way. But I know the good dealers and the bad dealers, and that's what I'm trying. It's down to, what, 20% of the dealers telling the truth? used to be, when you got in the business years ago, it was probably 70% telling the truth. It was mom and pop organizations, you know. Some of these guys are billionaires that, that want to go up and own a lot of stores, and they demand profit, and they're not car people. They're money people. Well, your owner's a car man, and that's, that's the key. And a good Christian man. And a Christian man. And, and a giver. And, no, he's a giver. You know why he's so successful? He's a giver. He's always been a giver. He's always been fair. He's always taken care of his employees. And I've rode with him. Hey, for In the 80s, I, I used to ride with this man. I learned a lot about him with, with us bedding cars. But the business has changed since you've been in it. It's changed. You've seen the changes in the last five or seven years. But you've got to deal with a Christian that's telling the truth and not living. You live seven days a week for the Lord. There's a lot of salespeople that live one day of the week of the Lord. And the other six days, I've talked before about a guy that was getting on me about this show, and he's an independent dealer who's now moved to Bernie. And he said, hey, business is business, church is church. Business is six days a week, church is one day. I said, Bubba, I sure hope you die on Sunday. Because, I mean, during the week, I've, I've seen way too much lying and cheating and stealing, you know. And I dealt with them due to a friend of mine asking me to do it. Man, it was miserable, and I, you know, honored my word because I told him I would. I just didn't know what the trap I was getting in. Sometimes we need to pray about it, and I didn't pray about that situation. 
But I appreciate you, Gerald, because I know your your situation, and I know that you cut the best deals, and you work with the people, and you look out for them. And I've listened to you in the, in the sales department. You do look out for them, and you do listen to them, and you don't put them in a payment or, or promise a, a payment that will get them in the door. And that's what so many of these dealers do. Lifetime free warranties. They're not Nothing's free in the car business. You know that. Zero. Nothing. Nothing's free. So you got to watch out. And there's going to be more dealers go to lifetime warranties due to its big profit center. You know, these people walk in. I had a person that was selling cars for like 50 years go down and was going to buy a vehicle because of a lifetime warranty. And I explained to him, look at it, look at his contract. Well, when he was paying cash, they didn't want to do it because they couldn't put that 4500 on his contract. And then he found out he was going to have to do all the service there and have to do at a bigger price. He realized that that warranty was going to cost him a lot of money. And these cars are better. You know, people worry about breaking down. We have a telephone. If you have a problem with a vehicle, pick up the phone, call a wrecker, call your friends, call your family. You know, we worry way too much money about cars breaking down, and they're building them better today than they were ever before. Most of them are. You know, we're still having some issues, and, and quality has gone down in some high-dollar, high-line vehicles, you know. But, uh, you know, I get a lot of Fords with 150, 200,000 miles on them, and they're still going. And you know that. You see that. I get a lot of vehicles with I look at a vehicle at 150,000 miles and on to see the longevity, what it is, what it's cost, what it's going to cost, what you got to do to it. And that's why I get so many people call me, I'm about to buy this. I wouldn't do that. I'm about to put my son or daughter in that. I wouldn't do that. Buy something else, you know. The la- I had a lady wanting to... She had an explorer, never had a problem, and so what did she do? Oh yeah, you know we got we helped to get her a new explorer and everything. But before, listen to this, Gerald. She would call up the dealer, and it was in San Antonio. Call the dealer up, tell them what she wanted, get it ready. She was coming to pick it up. Now, what kind of deal was that? She, after listening to my show, she figured out she paid way too much for extended warranty that she didn't use. She paid for gap that she didn't need because she had quite a bit of money down, you know, and she got a bunch of add-on stuff on the vehicle. Well, this now she made a lot better deal because she understood what's going on, you know. She still dealt with those people. I wouldn't have, but she still dealt with those people, but her eyes were open to what was happening. She realized that she the last time she paid a lot of money. Well, this time she learned she's not going to call and say, hey, this is what I want. friend of mine, the guy that works for me, his daughter, a well-educated woman, goes into a Honda dealership and says, I'm going to pay you 400 a month, and that's it. I want that kind of car. Well, they sold her a basic car. She didn't know how many months she was paying. This is a well-educated woman. But too many times people think they got the right way of doing it, and they and they get murdered that way. And I, you know, and and, and I'm I, gonna have to go on you, Randy. God bless you. Listening to you. Thank yes. you, Gerald. Well, and there's there's living proof. This man is telling the truth. He does take care of people. I respect him a lot. I've I've known him, I guess, thirty years. Known that he sold cars at least thirty years next door to me, and he's a good guy. But the problem is, he. He does his job, and then he turns them loose. And nowadays, the pressure on certain departments in dealerships to make a lot of money. We're going to continue on. Uh, I'm going to give my give. Here's a call. Here's a call number here. Two ten. 340-9585. Great call. Thank you, Gerald. 210-340-9585. And give us a call. No dumb questions. And uh, if you're in the business, that's fine. If you're in the insurance business, I had insurance, man. Hello, Tom and Andrea. And we've got a lot of people online. Uh, but we've got to You've got to understand overhead in the car business. You've got to understand the, what makes it tick and what has the changes been the last four to five years. Be sure and go to learntobuyandsellcars.com. I want to buy your car, the good, the bad, and the ugly. Uh, give me a call, 830-708-4789. That's 830-708-4789. We're going to talk about Romans in the second half of the show. Be sure and go vote. Vote the Bible, in my opinion. Yeah, that's what I do. You do take take my advice and do whatever your little heart desires. But I vote the Bible. God bless you. We'll be back in a minute. 
Thank you, KSLR. Hey, this show's going to be rerun. It'll be on uh, 1160 Saturday at, at 1 p.m. That's Saturday afternoon. If you want to listen to it, call 20 people and tell them, hey, listen to 1160. Listen to Randy Adams at 1 p.m. He's got some good ideas. It's a good show. I hope so. It's, people say I'm entertaining. I'm just trying to g- give you the facts. I'm just trying to help you, just trying to be your mentor. God bless you. I love you. Hey, and I got grace. If you make a mistake and you don't follow my instructions, I still love you. I still want to help you. We'll be right back. Thank you for tuning in. Thanks to you, San Antonio and South Texas, 2017 was another successful year at North Park Toyota of San Antonio. Hi, this is Merle Gothard, General Manager of North Park Toyota of San Antonio, and you too can take advantage of our better bottom line posted pricing on over 750 available new and pre-owned Toyotas. We research the market, and then we post our lowest price on every car, truck, and SUV every day. Then we back that price with sales and service excellence from the only dealer in Texas to earn Toyota's President's Award nine years in a row. No games, no gimmicks, just our better bottom line posted price. And remember, we don't mark them up just to mark them down. Our market-based posted pricing, the financing you deserve, and full market value for your trade-in, and our attention to customers' needs have made North Park Toyota a dealer that delivers. Come see how we deliver the North Park way at North Park Toyota of San Antonio, I-35 South Exit 144 Fisher Road, and 24 hours a day at NorthParkToyota.com. We'll be back with more of Randy Adams and Learn to Buy and Sell Cars on AM630 KSLR. Now back to Randy Adams and learn to buy and sell cars on AM 630 KSLR. Thank you. Thank you, listeners. I hope I'm making a difference. I hope I'm opening your eyes. I hope I'm opening your heart to examine yourself. I think I'm not giving enough grace to everybody around. I mean, you know, and when the more grace that you give others, the more grace you have in your life and your heart and your desires, God will empower you with more talent. More. It's just like when he talked about in the Bible, you know, the given five talents, two talents and one talent. The guy with five talents increased. The guy with two talents increased. But the guy with one talent buried it. He didn't use it. You know, God's giving you some talent. He's giving you ability. You know, it's just like. Steve Sorensen was telling me, he said, let's put it in the car business. He said, God's giving you grace. He's giving you opportunities. He's giving you talent. And that's about like a brand new ZR $150,000 Corvette, man. But you put it on a trailer and you drive it around. You don't enjoy it. You don't use it. You don't feel the power. You don't feel the comfort, you know. You just carry it around on the trailer. Well, that's what we're doing with God's grace. We're carrying it around on our back and got it in a backpack, and we think we love it, and we give it out. But do we really? Do we really feel sorry for other people? I, I've often told you that many a time, oh, let me let me give you a call number here. Give us a call here, 210 340 9585. No dumb questions. I won't embarrass you. 210-340-9585. And so give us a call. But, you know, we don't know what to do with this. We've got God's grace. We've got His mercy. We've got His forgiveness. We've got all of this. But do we give it out? Do we take that benefit? Do we use everything we have coming? Do you have joy in life? Do you really have joy? How many times have you bought a vehicle and two or three years later, sick of the payment, sick of the car, sick of the situation? You know... In the computer business, just think about that. You can buy something new today, 90 days be out of date. That car can be out of date. But we got to have it, our desires, our greed, our pride. Keeping up with the Joneses is a selfishness that just eats at us. When we're, we've got, we realize how big God's grace is to ourselves, we'll want to give it away. We'll want to love. We want to be concerned about people. And that's what I was talking about a while ago. Man, before Jesus Christ, I'd fight a bear. You couldn't make me cry for nothing. Now I hurt for people. Now I cry for people. Good good people have bad situations happen to them. And I hate seeing that. I feel for them. I want to help them, but I can't help everybody in the world. And, and they've got themselves in there. You know, we we let sin control our thoughts, our actions, our desires, our purchases. And after we buy it, then we've got to pay for it. You know, 
if we let God help us in making the right decisions, and we take the pride, greed, and everything out of our lives, we'll make a better decision that we can live with, and then we're content. We're content in what we have and what we've got and what we're doing. But do you really have joy in your life? Why? What's hindering that? I once helped a guy that was drinking a, wh- a quart of whiskey a day. And, you know, and he, I said, we, we sit down and we discussed it. I'm, I've been trained in inner healing. I've been trained in reconciling God. I can't talk about it today, but reconciliation with God. I'm too excited right now. And so I sit down and I talk to him. And, and we got to talking about it. And I said, okay, you need to forgive your dad and your ex-son-in-law. Boy, that'll be a cold day you know where. I said, okay, who's miserable? Your dad don't know that you're miserable. And Tony, your son-in-law, I know don't care. He's probably happy to know you're miserable. And you're the one suffering. But I said, you, you need to accept Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior and forgive these people. And get your life full of joy instead of anger and, and, and bitterness and everything else. See, how many people do you know walking around that are bitter? You know, this is, the car purchasing is just a small piece of your life. I'm talking about a small piece. And what I'm trying to explain to you, that that small piece affects your life. You're making payments for eight years, and you're praying the car's worth something when you get through. I mean, I've, I've had people that have plenty of money down and can handle the payment and still owe. I mean, I'm buying a vehicle Monday. The lady owes more. She's she got two or three jobs. Her husband's got a great job, and they still gonna have to come up with like two, three thousand to sell me their vehicle. It's a fifteen Explorer. How do you get out around that quick? That bad, you know. And it's just that the loss of value, because we're we're dealing with the worst investment we can make on earth. It eats money, costs money. You know, grace. We can't forgive that car. We can't forgive the dealer. You know, if we, we, you know, a small part of your life and a salesman knows what you can need and what you can afford, a Christian, he'll take care of you as best as he can. But then the thing gets turned loose to other people in, in other departments. And, and so some of these Christians use the Bible to sell vehicles. I'm, Gerald's one of the guys I've never heard him use the Bible to his advantage. There's other salespeople that I know that don't use their Bible to their advantage in their Christianity. They do it. They do it in a loving, caring heart, not Bible thumpers. And there's Bible thumpers out there. And the Bible thumpers want to use it to their advantage. And so I've seen in so many churches, there's salespeople that float from church to church to sell sell the Christians, that's where they, you know, here we go again. And one of my listeners said, you know, Randy, you're so right. He said, I've heard you say that uh, in the car business, you got to say your friends, your neighbors, and your and your family because your enemies don't come around. Well, if you don't like a person, you're not going to deal with them. So, you know, that's why they put this front on, this face on, this mask on, to be your friend. And they are experts on what, you know, they expert on what the car is, but they're going to sell you what they can make the most money on, honestly. Very few salespeople, and I'm talking about a small percentage, sell what you really walk in there to get. That's why the, the uh, Car Dealers Association and all the books and all the training said 80 to 85% of the people walk in the dealership buy something they don't intend to buy. Why? Because the salespeople want to make the most money they can. You know, they got to make a living. I agree. But right now in the car business, the profit on their side has been cut way back. I was talking to a salesman at a Chevrolet store, and I can get you a brand-new Chevrolet, Ford, Dodge, Jeep, uh, Cadillac, Lincoln, um, just all kinds of brand-new cars at the best price delivered to your door, and I don't make any money on it. Delivered to your door so you don't have to fight the F&I people there. And I've had a bunch of cars delivered lately, and the people love the deals. So, you know, you've got to be ready on that situation. Hello, Sandra and Bo. And and so you've got to understand that there, this profit margin has been squeezed. This salesman's been selling vehicles for 30 years. He said, Randy, I, I sold 
20-something cars last night. I think he said 24. He said 15 of those were minis. Well, a mini don't pay much. Some dealerships $35. Some dealers pay $50. Some dealers pay 100 So they spent two or three hours with you. And they get thirty-five or fifty or seventy-five or a hundred dollars. So the salesman, they've taken the profit out of the salesman due to the internet, due to the business, due to a lot of situations. There's only a couple of manufacturers that, if you walk into the dealership, they make the 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 good money. But most of them are fighting for any deal they can get, any way they can get, and so they're advertising. And I was at at Bear Jackson a couple of years ago. And I was at a large table. We were having lunch, and uh, these two guys were talking about business. And I said, are you a new Chevrolet dealer? He said, oh, yeah, we're all Chevrolet dealers. You sit down here with a bunch of Chevrolet dealers. I said, well, how many is in, in the Phoenix area? They said, 14. I said, 14 dealers? I said, I've looked at the paper, and it looks like they're all starting out. Y'all added an invoice. He said, invoice? Those guys over there sell it whole back. And that was 10, 12 years ago. What is the competition over there today? Everybody can get on the Internet. You can shop the world in five minutes. That's why I tell you to go learn to buy and sell cars.com. Follow the easy process, being prepared mentally, physically, and spiritually on your next purchase. So, hello, Mark. And so, you know, Romans 6.21 says, What benefit did you reap at the time from the things you are now ashamed of? How about this? What benefit did you reap at the time of the purchase, but now you hate, or you wish you hadn't, or you're ashamed of? We make decisions every day. I make a, You wouldn't believe how many decisions I make in a day. I get calls on vehicles and, uh, and, and listeners and new car dealers and guys, and I get calls nowadays because business has changed on stuff nobody knows what's worth. I just did a deal in Houston that nobody would bid these vans. I bought four step vans. Nobody wanted them. They couldn't believe what I gave for them. They were thrilled they made their deal right away because... The Holy Spirit's given me a billion talent. Why? Because of grace. I got elevated. When I realized how much God had forgiven me, He elevated me. He, gave me, he empowered me to have talent I didn't have before. Insight I didn't have before. But you've got that same opportunity. The more you forgive, the more you realize that God, hey, I was a heathen, pure heathen. And he forgave me, he'll forgive you. I don't care what you do. I've helped people off of drugs, a bunch of people off of drugs and alcohol. Why? And I've never, it doesn't affect me. I've never done drugs. Alcohol didn't affect me. I have no desire for it. And so, but how how could that happen to me? Because in my ministry, the Lord showed me unforgiveness. 99% of addictions are tied to unforgiveness to mother, father, or spouse. So we've got these issues that un, we can't believe that somebody will forgive us and God's forgiven us. And once he's forgiven and you forgive others, and when you totally forgive that person that you've got unforgiveness, the addiction will leave. Well, how much is that mixed up your mind? Do you want your mind mixed up when you're walking into a dealership? Do you want to be all mixed up thinking about issues? You're carrying the baggage. You're carrying the problems. And you need to forgive somebody. It's so easy because God's forgiven you. How big is forgiveness in your life? How big is the benefit that you want in life? How much joy? Is joy a benefit to you? Do you want that joy in your life? Do you want that benefit? What benefits you? Benefits in a car. It gets us where we need to go, when we need to go. But do you need a 700-horse Corvette, Camaro, or Mustang? It's wasted power. But we, we've got that much horsepower due to grace in God that He'll give us that horsepower. Are you using that grace? Do you realize how awesome that is? Why are preachers so happy, so fulfilled, so content in life? Because they realize God is is so merciful. He gives us so much grace. But don't take advantage of it and go out there and sin all the time and then say, oh, well, God's grace will forgive it. Uh, you know, I'm not the judge, but let me tell you something. Uh, when I, I, Even in my growth, and in my spiritual growth, when I do something that's a little prideful, 
God makes me pay for it. It ain't easy. It ain't fun. But I tell you what, after prayer, I learned what it is, and I asked him for forgiveness. And I'm not going to do that again. I Trust me. Now, it hadn't cleared up the mess, and I'm still working on the mess, but, you know, I want you to be able to forgive everybody, understand the grace, give grace out. We all want grace, but do we give it? What benefit is it in life that you've struggled through this? I mean, it took me 45 years. <clears throat> I was working with a guy, on, I'll just give you a quick example, and I may start crying through this. I was working with a guy that had a 27-year habit of heroin. And I'm going to tell you, it was a situation. The Holy Spirit revealed me what his problem was. I took it to him, and we struggled through it. He struggled with forgiving his dad, and it was a real tough situation, a real mess. And he fell back on, on heroin. And uh, his wife called me, and he said, he's back. Uh, but he says, he's probably you're probably through with him. Uh, you know, he don't blame me if you give up on him. And I said, well, okay. And I just hung up. And then about five seconds later, the Lord said, you know, I waited for you for 45 years. I still get chills. I said, yes, sir, you sure did. So I went back to work on him. And we got him to forgive his dad and got free of heroin. But, you know, I think because of the, I realized how much God had forgiven me and how I started giving grace to others. He empowered me. He educated me. He helped me. But you've got that same opportunity to get your life in control. Do you want to be controlled by sin? Do you want to be controlled by others? Do you want to be controlled by that salesman and that F&I department and the add-ons? And a, and a thirty. now they're saying it's $36,000 average on a, used car, on a new car. I mean, and it's going to be worth six. Hey, there's a guy on radio in San Antonio, and he's never. I've been listening to him for ten, twelve years. He's never told the public how much they're going to lose on a vehicle. He wants them to buy new because he gets six thousand a month for dealerships to advertise. Hey, they got to make a lot of money, six thousand a month for you to be an advertiser on his show. Cost most of my guys four or five hundred to advertise on my show. Just to give you an example. And mine is for me buying. I buy cars and resell them. Yes, my overhead's low. Yes, I can give more money. I outbid CarMax nine out of ten times. I outbid that other guy on radio. There's another guy on radio. I outbid him all the time, no problem. It's because overhead. He's in Dallas. He's got to hire somebody, get it up there, everything else. I'm here, been here all my life, been in the business here, going on 56 years. God bless you. Thank you, Lord, for that ministry. And so I buy and sell the good, the bad, and the ugly. And so it's your possession. You own it. You paid good, hard, after-tax money. Do you want to give it away? Do you want to shop around? I told some people that didn't like my price on what I offered for them. They went and shopped around, brought it back, and sold it to me. And, and now I'm helping them get the vehicle that they're needing. But you need to make that good decision. And I tell them, shop it. I had another friend of mine wanting to buy a van I had. He had an opportunity to buy another van. I told him not to buy mine. Go buy that other one. Go check it out. Make sure that people are telling the truth about it and what it is. And I said, that, that unit will be good for you. He went and bought the other van. But I'd rather tell the truth and let him do it right than though. I had somebody else tell me, oh, I got this unit bought for this. I said, they're not probably telling you the truth on this unit. You need to check it out a little closer. Come to find out. You know, but when you live, breathe, and eat, and you got the Holy Spirit, I see the business better than most people. And just like what Gerald was talking about, I've seen that, I've known that owner since 1976. And I've seen his growth, and I've seen what he's done. I get that insight on a lot of stuff people don't get. I've got owners' numbers, sale numbers, that no other wholesalers have because I have that opportunity. Hello, Kenny. Hello, Gene. And so we want you to know how to walk, how to look, how to see, see what's going on, make better decisions, buy what you can afford, buy what you're needed, what fits your family, and be prepared because we don't know what the future's going to be. Talk to a lady trying to help her sell her vehicle. House caught on fire, burned down. 
Husband got sick. Great people, great credit. Struggling now to pay for the car because the husband got sick. You know, they thought they had to have this vehicle to go to the, to the doctors, didn't know where they were going, so uncertain, you know. And it's, it's hard. I mean, buying a vehicle is tough. And, and you've got to make that better decision in the long run. And that's what we want you to do. So, uh, you know, I don't want you to be controlled by somebody else. I don't want you to be tied up. I don't want you to, you know, eight months, I mean, eight years in, in uh, payments. Eight years, hello, Robert. Eight years in a payment that you're praying at the end of eight years that it's worth something, just like the man I was talking about, $36,000 for a new car. He finally put it in a newsletter that a $36,000 car in a matter of five to six years is going to be worth $6,000. You're going to lose $30,000. But he didn't mention you're going to pay income tax to pay that and interest and insurance and this and, and that, you know. I mean, it's, it's a big cost. And that's part of the big secret. I, he must be listening to my show because he never brought that up in 12 years. But now he brings it up. What are you spending? What benefit is it? What kind of benefit do you have? You know, the benefit, we want to see what the benefit in our life is. What's the benefit in people knowing you? Are you helping people? Are you a mentor? Are you spending time with people? Are you lifting them up? Hello, Marlene. Are you lifting them up? Are you free to sin? Uh, Paul says, by no means. Such attitude, deciding ahead of time to take advantage of God, will have to pay the price, loss of pay, a loss of value, payments, and everything else. But, you know, what do we expect? You know, I, I used to teach in my Bible study expectations. What do we expect out of people? What do we expect out of life? What do we expect out of ourselves? Are our intentions what we Tell everybody we're going to do, and then we expect them to come through to honor their word. You know, do business honestly. And it ended to the dealers. You know, I've got a buddy of mine that's, that's worth, there's millions and millions. Man's got probably, you know, three, four million dollars in antique cars, property everywhere. And he goes and lies to a new car dealer, and it's one of my dealers, and I hooked him up. And here he lies to a dealer about his vehicle. It's all beat up bad hell. Collected a, like ten, twelve thousand from the insurance company. Well, my dealer took a big hit on the car, and the guy was a pain. Why couldn't he tell the truth? He can afford it. He could afford almost to buy the dealership. But oh no, he wants to take advantage of somebody. And why is it? Because he wants to control somebody, or he wants to think that he's in control. You know. What do you expect out of people? Do you expect the truth? It's been tough lately. Politicians lie like dogs, and we let them get by. I mean, look what they've done. The Democrat Party's done recently. Pure lies. Look at, uh, I'm sorry, I don't, I'm not a fan of Beto. He's a pure communist. And there's so many of those Democrats. You know, I was, I was born and raised a Democrat, and I believed in the Democrat Party. But I got news for you, the Democrat Party's left me has left me. We expect them, we vote them in, we expect them. Here we go back expectations. We expect them to do right and to do what we want them to do. And they do whatever they want. They lie to us. They promise this, they promise that. If you make a promise, I made a promise to work with that dealer I didn't want to work to a good friend of mine. Man, it was miserable, but I held my word. My word, my dad told me, said, if your son, if your word's no good, you're no good. What happened to our word being good anymore? We have lost that desire. We've lost our character. Hello, Jerry. We've lost the character on it. What, what have we lost? Be sure and give me a, a call, 830-708-4789. That's 830-708-4789. Four seven eight nine. Write that down. I'll try to give it right at the end of the show. If you got pen and paper, you got about three minutes to go grab pen and paper because I want you to have my number if you need to call. Have any question? Right now, ninety-five percent of my business is helping other people, giving you options, what to do, what I would do, what's the best case, what you should do. A guy called me the other day. Man, Randy, I need to go see my daughter in Alabama, and I need to buy a car. I said, What for? I said, you don't drive very much. No. 
Wife don't drive very much. No. Those cars are suiting you. Yeah, but I need a new car to go to Alabama. I said, go rent a car. We're going to rent a car. That way you can take a new car and don't have to worry about it. A lot less than going buying a car. A lot less. You're not going to lose the value as, as fearful as you are right now. That's a brand-new car, and i got news for you. There's rent car places all the way to Alabama and back. You have a problem. Wham, get the phone, call them, give me another car over here, and they'll do it. Get you a rent car. There's options. There's options on everybody on when it comes to buying and selling cars. Options on me. You need to go to learntobuyandsellcars.com. Describe your car on my Internet. I'll make you an offer. Give me a call on my phone, 830-708-4789. I want to buy your car. Help some people that had yard art. Um, I've got a bunch of other people. I've got to go look at some of their cars. And, they're, you know, they're not bringing much money, but they got to get gone. they got to get out of their life, get out of the way. Hello, James. And so they got to get it to, you know, it just don't look right in the yard. And so get get it together. Get your life together. Get joy back in your life. Make the right decisions. Make decisions today that will pay off tomorrow. That's what I want you to do, you know. Don't let your car possess you. You possess your car. Don't let grace out of your life. Give that grace to everything and everybody around you. You know, like I said, tough situations happen to good people, especially, you know, there's no telling. And, uh, you know, we want to soar like eagles. I love this because my dad used to talk about that. Though we, we want to soar like evils and make our nests amongst the stars, but from there I will bring you down. The Lord will humble you, won't he? He humbled me. He's humbled me a bunch. He's put me to my knees several times. God bless you. Tune in tonight. We're going to be Facebook Live, Randy Adams, at 9 o'clock, 9.02, somewhere right around there. Tell you, we've got some more new information, real good stuff that's out, what's happening, so you can stay abreast of what's going on. So go to Facebook, Randy Adams. I am working to switch it over to learn to buy and sell cars.com. Keep that in mind. And my phone number is 830-708-4789. God bless you. Hey, forgive everybody. 99. Percent of addictions are tied to unforgiveness, mother, father, or spouse. God has forgiven you. Forgive everybody around. Get your life in order. Get it under control. Get it to loving, caring, and being blessed by God. I love you, San Antonio. Tune in next week and Facebook. Three star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to, he understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.